Welcome to the Stripology Podcast. I'm your host, Wendy, experienced dancer, mindset and strategy coach, and founder of the Industry Academy. This industry completely transformed my life, and I've coached hundreds of women to do the same through my signature framework of sales, mindset, and confidence. I help dancers of all experience levels who are inspired to master their craft and maximize their income. In this podcast, I will share with you my personal journey and the skills I learned that helped me to lift my financial ceiling, cultivate confidence, and quadruple my income on a consistent basis. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. If I asked you to dance. So welcome back to another episode of the Stripology Podcast. I'm Wendy, and today I'm here with Jade. Jade is a dancer and she's danced for 25 years on and off um, around New Zealand, around Australia. And um, Jade's also a nutritional therapist and personal trainer, um, but she's still in the world of stripping. And yeah, thank you so much for being here. I had the pleasure of meeting Jade in the last round of the Industry Academy and we really clicked and I loved the like the wisdom that you brought to the group and the support as well. And it was just so beautiful having you there. And thank you for being here today. (laughs) No worries. You're very welcome, Wendy. And right back at you. Thank you. Awesome. So lately, a few topics have been coming up in, you know, this current round of the Industry Academy. And I thought this is so current and it's not only current, it's just such a big theme for dancers you know, everywhere. It's something that more or less we're going to go through, um, particularly if we go all in on stripping, if we decide that this is going to be a career and we find that we're working a lot. And so we're going to talk on the topics of, you know, burnout, looking after yourself outside of work, the role that nutrition has to play and just different ways that we can really maintain working as much as we want. Um, you know, whilst keeping that balance so we can keep our energy because as you all might notice, when we're working a lot, um, it can kind of escalate and we can find that we're getting more and more worn out. We're getting to work feeling tired and it can be a vicious cycle as we were just talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. It's so, so important that you look after yourselves <laughs> um, because it is a hard industry. Like everyone thinks, oh, you know, stripping is so easy. You make so much money and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, some nights can be like that, but you do have to work hard. And it is, you know, you have to be a vampire <laughs> like up all hours getting, you know, minimal sleep, um, which is the first topic that, you know, is, is so important is getting, making sure that you're getting enough sleep. So, you know, just having every night after work, having a routine before you go to bed. What my routine is, I get home and I write in my journal, get everything out of my head because sometimes you can lay there and think about, oh, I should have said this. Oh, I didn't check back on that customer. Why did I say that? (laughs) That's a big one. (laughs) You know, what not to say. (laughs) Um, And then that can interrupt your sleep patterns as well. Um, 
yeah, drinking too much caffeine, which is sometimes a big problem, um, you know, trying to avoid that as much as I can, like just uh, avoiding the stimulants, so mm. to speak. Um, yeah, and it's, and even alcohol. Like I find if I do have a big night drinking, my sleep pattern is very interrupted. Like I'll pass out and then wake up, you know, five hours later, like wide awake and, you know, it's, it's not ideal either. So, yeah, just having a good bedtime routine when you do finish work, how to wind down is probably the first and most important thing, you know, because sleep is just so important for your body to get that recovery, particularly when we're dancing all night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's that's 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 number one. Your body can't repair itself if it's not resting. So, yes. yeah, that's, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I find that like, um, you know, the more and more I worked, there are definitely benefits of having, you know, a good structure because when you work a lot of nights, um, it is maintainable, but it's really important to look at what we're doing outside of work, you know, and a lot of people, they might set a limit of, you know, I can only do three nights a week, which is completely fine. We all have what works for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But some people that are wanting to step into working more, but they're just finding their body can't keep up and they're like, I'm just way too wrecked. It has a huge amount to do with sleep because on the nights that we have off, we might be trying to go to bed a bit earlier. And then when we're working, we're going to bed a bit later. And so, yeah, it's just like really creating that routine around whatever you're choosing to do and going, okay, you know, if I want to go all in, it means that I need to have that wind down time. I need to give myself sufficient rest. There can also be a thing that happens when say you're sleeping into the day And I know for me, this happened a lot where before I was out of the stripper closet with my family, Mm -hmm. um, you know, my brother used to ring and be like, hey, you know, do you want to come and have brunch or lunch or something like that? And I'd be like, oh, I'm still in bed. And they didn't understand because obviously I hadn't said what I was doing. And Mm -hmm. then this guilt also started to like develop where if I'd be in bed a bit too late, even even past like 10 or 11 a.m., I'd start getting this thing in my head like, oh, I'm wasting my day. What am I doing? And then I'd start sacrificing my sleep to start to try and feel productive. But we need to recognize that working at night, I mean, we're being productive doing that and and rest and sleep is also productive. Mm -hmm. So I know that happens for a lot of us, um, feeling guilty, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you've also got to do what kind of works around your routine. So say if you were in the stripper closet perhaps, and a lot of girls are, and there's not a problem with that, you know, sometimes it's a lot easier. Um, But, yeah, like maybe what you could have done in that situation is, you know, just have your brunch with your brother come home and then have your afternoon sleep before work if if that's how it had to happen. So Mm -hmm. I know I worked through having young kids as well. So what I would do is I'd work all night. Um, my ex-husband would be working during the day and I would work all night, come home, sleep for three hours. As long as I had that three hours, as soon as I got home, like this, was it, it's all in your head too. Whatever you, you know, <laughs> your head is very important um, and it rules everything that you do. So I used to have my three hours in the morning, then I'd wake up, I'd take the kids to daycare and, and school and then I would come home. Uh, sorry, I would go to the gym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll go to the gym after I did this for 10 years. I would go to the gym and then I would come home and I'd sleep until I had to pick them up. So I got another, you know, five or six hours there. Um, but that worked for me. So you've got to sort of work 
what works for you, but actually trying to get it into a routine. Like I know random things will happen that come up and it might interrupt it, but if you can do that consistently. So I did that five days a week. Wow. Um, and yeah, yeah. And that worked for me. So it's also just finding what works for you as well and how your body responds to that. So if, if your body starts breaking down after, you know, a month, they say 30 days, you know, in stores, wow. you know, habit and things like that. Um, then you need to relook at it. But if if it works, it works. But yeah, if it's not working and you just do find that you're getting to that burnout stage and we've all been there, like it's awful, absolutely awful. You get to the point where you go to work and you can't even talk to anybody because you're just exhausted. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it, routine is just, yeah, number one. <laughs> Sleep routine. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's um really interesting to hear. So thanks for sharing that, you know, just, you know, your routine and also navigating it with having small kids. Um, mm. Yeah, and just making it work. That's really immense. And so so sleep, definitely important. Another thing, um, you know, I want to touch on, you know, you've got your nutritional background. And a thing that I found in my journey when I was, you know, particularly doing my FIFO working, um, and so I would want to maximize the time that I'm working, you know, in, in my trip. So I used to do generally 14 days straight and I would find that I would only have time to eat once mm-hmm. and I'd go to like a beautiful restaurant. I, I sort of, I called it my food safaris and I'd go and find somewhere new and like the menu looked amazing. And I'd, I'd give myself about one to two hours to just order whatever I felt like and just take my time eating it. And, you know, it was really enjoyable, but it was still only one meal a day. Mm. And then I found, you know, I'd supplement with alcohol because you just get a quick boost of energy there, but it's robbing your energy from the next day. And, you know, it can just, it can be a slippery slope sometimes when we're not, you know, again, like putting these structures in place and realizing like my body needs enough fuel because I know before that sort of escalation to that point, um, like you, I had, you know, when I was working in the city that I lived in, I had more of a routine in my life. And, and there, you know, I, I would cook, um, you know, a few meals at a time and, and make sure that I had food in the fridge. And, and there was such a huge difference, especially when I was training a lot with the PT and he gave me a meal plan. Mm-hmm. And I realized on that meal plan that it was around double what I was eating when I thought I was eating enough. You know, when I knew I wasn't eating enough, I definitely wasn't. But when I thought I was, it was actually double the amount. And there was a huge amount of protein um, Mm -hmm. in that meal plan. And I didn't eat most meats. I ate seafood. But, you know, the amount of fish and and eggs, I ate eggs too. That was where Mm -hmm. I was getting my protein from. And it just just blew my mind. But I felt so much better when I had that amount of fuel. Like, because Mm -hmm. for so long, I was in deficit and I didn't realize it. Mm -hmm. I was just bouncing off the walls with that energy like sleeping better everything it just fueled everything better yeah yeah and meal prepping is very important too if you've got I mean you don't even people say I don't have time to meal prep it's like I say you don't have time not to do it because it it cuts so much time out so if your meal is prepared for the entire week then you've got so much more time on your hands. So I used to do bikini competitions as well. Um, that all stopped during COVID because they kept cancelling comps and things like that. So I've competed in four comps now. And having that, you know, 
my comp prepping was like from eight, the maximum comp prep that I did was a 12 week comp prep, but it's just having all those meals. So I'd, I'd prepare my meals for two hours on a Sunday and then I would have food to eat throughout, you know, the whole week um, and snacks that were easy to grab. So yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it's all, I mean, having one meal a day isn't bad, but it's what you're eating in that one meal that would, would be, you know, and it, it's also putting a lot of pressure on your body eating all that food in one time because then you do find that you are sluggish because your your body has to digest all that food as well. And whilst you do need that food, um, it's just easier for you to digest it in smaller amounts rather than all at once. But like you said, you're eating it slowly, um, but possibly it wasn't the right amounts of, you know, protein, carbs and fats that you needed <laughs> to keep your energy. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you mind sharing sort of, you know, from your nutritional background, like ideal foods and, you know, that have, say, uh, low GI and that, you know, like like you mentioned, you know, your food, your body needs to digest, like just some things that can be a good framework to focus on, like with meal times or, you know, being a night worker mm-hmm. um, and foods that I know that we all have different diets that we want to stick to. Um, but if there's anything that can be really helpful. Yeah, well, I think, you know, it depends what you enjoy eating. See, I love to eat carbs. So my diet, especially when I'm comp prepping, is a high carb, low fat diet. But ideally, a high fat, low carb diet works well for people as well if you don't want to eat, you know, carbs. Like if you, you know, if you're used to eating lower carb, more high protein, then that will work for you too. But I find you can't really do one. You, you can't really do it all. You need to choose. So whether you want to have a high carb diet or a high fat diet, you know, or high high carb, high fat, high protein diet, it it works the same. So we work on macros. So you know your fats, your carbs, and your proteins. And so when I'm comp prepping, I'm having somewhere between sixty five to eighty five grams of carbs um, per per you know, meal and then, you know, a smaller percentage, a much smaller percentage of fat. So I only only eat like 5% or 10% of my daily calories from fat and then the rest would be the protein. So um, it's it's sort of up to you what you what you prefer to eat. Um, but like you said, you felt great eating a higher protein diet, which means that you are eating lower carbs. Like it sort of works out yeah. in general. Yeah, it does yeah. Work for me. Like I love my salads, and then I love protein and occasional mm. carbs, but my body just doesn't crave carbs. Mm. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I think the most important thing, and people always focus really on their macros. It's micronutrients are the most important. I think, you know, mm. getting the veggies in, getting the fruits in. Um, yeah, just concentrating on those micronutrients because that's what's going to stop you from being hungry because a lot of the time when we're craving certain foods it's because we're craving nutrients we're not actually craving food we're not hungry our body's just maybe needing more vitamin c or you know any vitamins really um and that's one thing that i do want to touch on and everyone listening should probably get yourself a blood test because you know you might be low in something and then that's what's causing your food cravings um, so that's, that's what I do with my clients. The first thing I do is I suggest, and I get them to get a blood test and then we can look at where they're low. A yeah. lot of people are low in iron, even people that eat meat 
um, can be quite significant low in iron and that can be caused from things like parasites you know um, if you've traveled overseas to places like Vanuatu and stuff you can have parasites eating pork raw meats um, you know generally I think 90% of the population have parasites and they don't even know and then that can cause iron deficiency because of course the parasites take everything good out of your body you know and then you're not left with anything so yeah, just getting getting a blood test is very, very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. So let's touch on now, um, and before I hit record, you know, we're talking about energy levels um, at work and just feeling tired and how the, your mindset can really affect that as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's different things. This is something that I find really fascinating, um, you know, because a, a big interest of mine is, you know, obviously optimizing your time at work and, you know, making as much money as you can. And, you know, when when we're feeling tired and our brain is just not on board, it's really hard to hustle and it's really hard to think clearly and quickly and, you know, all of that stuff that we need to do to, to maximize our income. Mm -hmm. And so there's sneaky little energy drains. So obviously sleep and food are really, you know, pretty obvious big ones. Um, but our state of mind as well can really affect our energy levels. Definitely. Um, yeah. Definitely. I find not getting that rest for your mind. So you can sleep, but, you know, sometimes you can have eight hours sleep and you wake up and you're completely exhausted. You know, it's, it's, I find for me, for me personally, um, meditating really helps. Um, particularly, yeah, when I get home, um, just putting on your meditation. I really enjoy the the meditations I listen to them every single day even I just had a month off well kind of a month I was working a bit throughout Brisbane but um I would still listen to your meditations like they are brilliant what, what you get in um yeah in your course and um I find that doing that really helps your brain to switch off before sleep um and switch on before work so <laughs> you know getting that mind rest like you know sometimes you just can't switch your mind off mm -hmm. and it's not restful and you just you're scattered all the time and that is very hard to deal with when you're trying to be like you said quick on your feet and you know coming out with those witty comments like sometimes you know it surprises you like fuck where did that yeah. come from yeah that's great totally. yeah, <laughs> but then other days you think of it like half an hour later you might go to the bathroom and you're like damn it that was really good what I just thought why didn't I say it back then it's just because your mind gets so you know we we have so many thoughts every minute of the day every second of the day um and so learning what you can do personally, I find yoga and meditation is just so good for you when it in within this industry. Um, so that that brings me to the topic of, you know, you wanted to say you wanted to get more energy into you, um, exercise. <laughs> and oh. I know it sounds counterproductive because, you know, oh, I'm going to get tired because I'm exercising. But it, when you exercise, you're actually taking your mind off everything. You're focusing only solely on what you're doing at the time and so that gives your mind that rest and it also gives you more energy so yeah if I can recommend anything for anyone listening yoga and meditation is a godsend yeah, yeah. definitely it was a huge game changer for me um I took myself to you know a yoga teacher training it was one month in Bali and it was a whole month of just meditating and doing yoga every day mm -hmm. and that's exactly what I needed that from that point there's there's been many turning points for me through my career but that was definitely one that 
just skyrocketed things because I was going from burnout mm. um, down that slippery slope a little bit, not realizing it, and then just had this massive reset. And, yeah. you know, the clarity that comes and the creativity that comes from that, that's when I first launched. I mean, I've been working in the background on, you know, all of my content, but that's when I first launched Stripology because I just felt so clear and so grounded and it just is such a good place to just, you know, um, get energised from and, and, yeah, and just get that creativity. It's such a good grounding balance because the strip club isn't a very grounded place. (laughs) It's a fantasy world and that's something I love, you know, talking about, like it's not just a fantasy for our customers. It's a fantasy world for us as well. You know, so it's it's so important as well to ground back down in in the real world and sort of have that anchor point, you mm-hmm. know, so when we go there, we can really do things in a more conscious way. It's definitely well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean I, I yoga and meditation isn't for everybody. I'm not saying you've mm-hmm. all gotta you know, become hippies or whatever. <laughs> um, but it's also maybe CrossFit is your thing. Maybe roller skating is your thing. It's just finding that thing that you're going to stick to because it's all well and good to say, yeah, I, I do yoga meditation. You do it once a month. It's, you're not going to get the benefits out of it. It's got to be something that you look forward to because finding time for yourself whilst working in this industry is important <laughs> beyond belief and finding time for your friends. And if you don't you know, have that life outside of work as well, you can actually lose yourself and you become very antisocial outside of work. You don't want to talk to anybody and that's not good for your mental health. And I mean, that's a whole different subject is mental health because that's that yeah. we could talk about that for five hours, like, <laughs> like yeah. five years actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So it's finding what you're going to do to make you feel better, not just to, for your body to look better. I mean, of course, that's very important in our line of work. You know, the better you look, the better you feel, the more bookings you're going to get because you're confident, um, you know. But then again, I mean, you can have a, a, a size 20 plus whatever girl that has confidence and she's killing it, which, you know, so it's not really about that. It's about it's personal confidence. Like, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And what, and when you feel good. Yes. That, yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And like you're saying, it can come from anything, but it's it's really about allowing yourself to prioritise those things around work because mm-hmm. it can be easy to let everything else slip. Um, I just want to touch on something that you brought up. It, it had me thinking about, you know, the mental health and prioritising seeing friends and stuff like that because such a huge importance as humans is connection and you know that's something that I also bang on about is like the importance of connection and knowing that you know our customers on a really deep level even if they're Mm -hmm. not aware of it they're seeking connection we all are seeking connection and we really feel it when we connect with someone and when we when we start getting sort of out of balance where most of our connections are just with customers that we see at work and then we're sort of retreating more and more in our in our you know everyday life and not connecting with loved ones or people that we you know want to connect with it can start getting thrown out of balance where you know we we only really have mental capacity then for forming connection you know with our customers because that's part of our job and so yeah I I really thought that was an important point when you're saying you know making sure to just prioritize the things that you love connecting not only with people just connecting with yourself 
you know, mm-hmm. through the yoga meditation, roller skating, whatever it, whatever it is for you. Um, but mm-hmm. just feeling that connection definitely um, is so important. Otherwise, it can get a bit lopsided. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's the key, isn't it? It's just finding that balance. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It's. I'm not going to say that it's easy to find it. Um, but, yeah, it's just, you know, recognising that you need to when you feel that the plates are sort of shifting and, you know, you're, the axles tilting um, just to finding that way to pull you back again, whether it be that you need to have time off and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, when I feel that I'm getting a close, getting, getting close to burnout, I, I know, right. I'm going to book a holiday. Like I need to go reconnect, going to Bali, you know, just going somewhere and just getting myself back again or going with friends, you know, because you do neglect them because they're working opposite hours to you. Family, you know, family is so important. If COVID's taught us anything, it's the importance of family, Um, you know, not being able to see them, not being able to travel. So we have that luxury again that we can, we can, we can do that. And that's the beauty of this industry is you can work your own hours, you know, and really, really, yeah, look after yourself. Whereas people that are working full time, nine to five jobs or sometimes here in New Zealand they work eight to six sometimes like it's just mental and you know yeah not not getting any sunlight um sunlight is so important too you know just even getting out in the sun you feel so much better yeah I I swear I'm solar powered like you know um yeah 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 I love that yeah for me it's just getting out in the garden and like just tending to it and saying like oh you need a bit more water and like I love starting my day like that yeah um, yeah. But yeah, I think like this isn't just confined to our industry. This mm. is a universal thing. Like mm. most people, I would imagine, are seeking a balance. Balance is so hard to strike. And I think that it's one of those things. It's just like a forever tweaking, you know, and, and it's always shifting. You know, sometimes we feel like, you know what, I do have the energy to go all in it to work. And sometimes my balance feels completely different to how it felt good, you know, two months ago or whatever it is. But just, yeah, checking in with yourself and being like, cool, what do I need to tweak to remain feeling in balance? And we do have that luxury. So grateful for that in this industry because we have, you know, time and money riches, you know, whereas some people are really, you know, they might be financially rich but time poor and the other way around. So this is one of those industries where we're really blessed and it's so nice that we can just, you know, take that time for ourselves. Um, And then I want to bring up with you um, as well the topic of money addiction because I Mm. feel like that can throw things out of balance because we can, and there's nothing wrong with it as well, but we can slowly start to prioritise more and more making money. I know I've definitely been there myself and letting, letting you know, sacrificing everything else for that, um, including mm-hmm. health, relationships, whatever, um, mm-hmm. and just not being aware of it, you know, and and also the, the goalposts always moving, like, oh, I want to make this goal, make it, you're not even celebrating that for a moment. You're just on yeah. to the goal it's like cool that's done like something that you might have worked really hard for for six months and been like I need to work my ring off you know to make this happen and then bang next minute it's it's almost not good enough or something and it's like on to the next quick and that's that's also a slippery slope that we can get into it is that is very interesting that you brought that up actually um 
it's yeah i i walked the dog this morning and i was i was just thinking that because i'm at yeah. where i i'm at where i wanted to be and then i'm still got this horrible feeling in my chest like oh but it's not it's not enough you know and then I, I I actually did this this morning. It's so funny that you brought it up. I was halfway <laughs> around the block and I went, I am so, the sun was shining because it's very cold here in New Zealand <laughs> at the moment. And I know you're having heat waves in Australia, but so it's weird. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I am so grateful. I stopped and I stood and I was like, I'm grateful for where I am. This is where I wanted to be. And I think really it's so important to look back where you were 10 years ago. So 10 years ago, Imagine where you were, like, where were you, Wendy? You know, you didn't have a home, you, 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 you know, you, yeah. And then just be really proud of what, how far you've come and celebrate those goals. So maybe when you do have those goals, and I did this when I was doing your course, actually, you know, because you encourage us to write down our goals and it's great to have goals, but you've got to find a way to celebrate when you do get them and be grateful for that, you wow. know, and, and, and look, look, look back at how far you've come. So, and, and think also, you know, how grateful it is. Like, I always think about people that don't have jobs, you know, or are, are homeless. We've got a very bad um, rental crisis here in New Zealand at the moment, wow. um, which is only getting worse. And like, there's people living in their cars, you know, and it's so, it, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. So I think just, just being very mindful and mindfulness comes with metal meditation as well. Um, you know, being, being so grateful for where you are, but money addiction is a real thing. And I know, cause I've been there as well. You just think, Oh, I just want, you know, I want, I want this, I want more, I want more, I want more. Um, I think, I think finding ways to invest your money is very important because then you can see, you know, you've got residual income there. You don't have to stress so much because a lot of the times we sort of back ourselves into a corner being dancers where we're like, oh, I, I just have to work one more shift and I can get this, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we do it all the time. But yeah. if you've got money working for you, and that's why I think investing, getting advice from a financial advisor is very important. Um, and then finding ways that, you know, because you, you can't do this forever. Like I'm 45 now. I'm I'm like, I've got to, I've got to look at, I've got to look at, you know, the future. And yeah, yeah if, if COVID taught us other things, it's the fact that our job can end tomorrow, which mine did because I, um, I didn't get vaccinated, so I had to have a extended period off work as well because they weren't accepting, you know, people that didn't have the jab, and that was very hard. Um, I chewed into a few savings that I didn't really want to have to chew into, um, and yeah, now since then it's taught me. All right, I need to invest in things. I need to find other streams of income. I think that's important as well. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And this is such a great industry to be able to, to do that as well. Um, mm. But again, you know, seeking professional advice, um, you know, I remember there was such a long stage for me where I, I had a lot of cash and I was mm. like, and I recently talked about this on a podcast, I think uh, maybe it was in a coaching call, but yeah, I had a lot of cash, but, you know, people would say invest and it was such a riddle to me. I was like, but how do I invest? So mm. it's really great to seek advice. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, really taking the time to work that out and just that inquiry. And also at our at our work, you know, we meet so many people that do have good advice. So Absolutely. I always drill everybody. If I'm like, I'm an accountant or I, I'm an investor or I, uh, I don't know, like 
we, we can learn so much from our customers as well. We really can. Yeah. And mm. yeah, I just find that something that I, I've written about that for a long time ago. So it's good that it came up again. Um, no, no, no. But also just, I'll, I'll just jump on in. Um, but yeah, money addiction. So the initial question, we got sort of off on a tangent, yeah, um, yeah. but money addiction and buying things that we don't need. Like mm-hmm. a lot of people, I've, I've been there too. You know, you think having that, handbag or you know the latest clothing or whatever things don't make you happy you know I used to go shopping a lot if I felt down I was like oh I'm just going to go on a shopping spree and you feel good in the moment you get the endorphins and things but I switched all doing that for yoga (laughs) it was a lot cheaper and I get a lot more gratitude from it now like we don't need things like if, if you want any advice everyone watch minimalism like it was the greatest thing I could have watched I actually don't own any furniture in my house I rent a fully furnished house now yeah. um and I if I died tomorrow I have got absolutely <laughs> nothing you know um yeah I mean apart from my clothes and even then I keep going through them now and I just donate 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 and it, it's just it's freeing the less you have the happier you seem to be um, yeah. Obviously, that that doesn't go for housing and and things that are going to be assets for you. <laughs> but actual things, you know, that yeah, you, that you think you need, and they're depreciating actually at the end of the day. Yeah, that's right. Like eating out, you know, things like that that you don't even see. It's gone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Just trying to to, <laughs> to save to save where you can, you know. Food prep, everybody. Food prep. <laughs> Awesome. Well, I'm going to wrap this up because Mm -hmm. also I really appreciate all of the topics that you've brought up today, everything that you've spoken on. Again, sharing your wisdom. I think that you just are such a, you know, powerhouse and a wealth of wisdom. And, you know, being in the industry for so long, you have so much to offer. And, you know, it's this is so valuable because, going through the journey, you know, there's people that are going to be going through the journey. So it's just so great to share any little tips that can help um, people in the industry that are out there, you know, wondering these things or wanting to put things into place. And yeah, so thank you so much for sharing. No worries at all, Wendy. And thank you so much for all that you do. You have helped me immensely throughout, you know, the last I think two years we've been working together now and um, yeah, and your course is amazing and I highly recommend it for anybody. So yeah. In fact, everyone I meet, I'm like, you need to do this course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. Thank you. Well, actually I'll say right now, cause I haven't announced yet, but next round is the last round that it's going to be in the same structure at the same price point, because as you know, there's so much included into it. Yeah. And so I'm going to be dividing it into two different courses so I can, you know, tweak it and actually add more things in. Like I, I would really love people, um, you know, like yourself, but, you know, experts in different areas to come and do, um, you know, little workshops for along the course. But there's just too much in it at the moment that mm-hmm. it would just be too overwhelming. So I can't wait to divide it. But at the same time, for all of the content that's included, um, at the same structure and price point next round is the last round that it's going to be like that so I'm so glad that you enjoyed it I loved having you in the course yeah no it was amazing it was amazing so much value so much value I just just love you so much <laughs> thank you so much um, yeah. enjoy the rest of your afternoon